Senorita Shelly Small is in her 15th year in elementary education and her 13th year in the dual language setting in the Dallas, Texas area. Currently, she's the third grade dual language teacher and dual language lead at her campus. She truly loves being involved in her district's dual language cohort. Shelly has taught first through sixth grade, but her favorite grade level has always been third grade. She had the honor of winning Teacher of the Year during the unprecedented pandemic school year of 2020-2021, so if this tells you anything about who she is as an educator, she is definitely one that is powerful, influential, and effective. She shared that these last two years has been years of professional firsts for her, and one of those professional firsts is actually being a guest on a podcast. And so this is her first guesting experience on a podcast, and I'm so honored to have her. While Shelly has so many amazing qualities and things that I've seen her doing on her Instagram page, What I know that is one of her passions is being able to build community within her classroom environment by way of a morning meeting. If you have not tried morning meeting yet, there is still time for you to listen to this episode and take away a few of her amazing tips and go and implement this into your own day. She is sharing the structure of her morning meeting. She is walking you through the benefits and the tips to keep it running smoothly. And so without further ado, if you are looking for some morning meeting inspiration, this episode is for you. We will meet you inside. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Literacy Dive podcast. And as you heard in the intro, we have a special guest on today, and I'm so excited to have her on to share her knowledge with you about morning meetings. So before we get started into this amazing content and these really, really, really incredible ideas, I am going to give Shelly an opportunity to introduce herself so that you can be able to get to know her a little bit better if you are not familiar yet with who she is. So Shelly, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and then we will dive into all things morning meeting. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm Shelly Small. I'm a third grade dual language teacher in the Dallas, Texas area. And this happens to be year 15 for me. And if you follow me on socials, you'll probably be like, no way, but it's true. It's year 15 and it'll be my 13th year as a dual language educator. And I really, really love my career. I love my job. But also um, what I'm in love with is definitely reality TV. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. I think we've connected <laughs> over over a few shows, Bachelor in Paradise and The Bachelor Bachelorette. So Exactly. And we can't forget the Real Housewives franchises too. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. And I just, I love being able to not only just talk Literacy and talk, you know, education with people that 
I connect with on Instagram, but also being able just to really kind of do life and talk about things like reality TV just makes it so much better. So (laughs) I'm appreciative of you talking all things reality TV with me. So (laughs) absolutely. I got you. (laughs) Well, I am so excited to have you on. And also, I feel like you might be my first dual language teacher, which I know that the topic we're talking about today this can be done, you know, in any classroom, but I know that I already have some, some, my wheels turning in my head about some things that I would love to have you share when it comes to dual language and thinking about students who do not have English for their, you know, first language and things like that. So we will have to connect on that as well for a future episode. Absolutely. I got you. Okay. So Morning meeting, I feel like this has become pretty popular, I would say, in the last, you know, five-ish, five, six, seven years. And I know it's such a great concept with building community and making students feel like they're a part of, of a classroom climate and environment. And so I just love that we're having this topic on this podcast today. So could you just kind of start off with, before we get into different ideas and activities and examples of what can be implemented. Can you just kind of share your personal experience when it comes to morning meetings and just some of the benefits that having this special time within the classroom and the the day of everything that's going on before you get to the content? Can you just kind of talk about the benefits of having this morning meeting as a part of your classroom? Absolutely. I know you were talking about that it's been pretty popular for six, seven years. But apparently I got on the late train, but I'm so happy to be (laughs) on the late train because I have seen so much growth um, within my dual language classroom. So I've been doing morning meetings for the last, I would say four to five years. And I don't see it as an extra part of my day. I just see it as the foundation of my teaching style and my practice because I'm really big on relationships and morning meeting has helped with my flow and the relationship building and the community building within my classroom, which of course helps them in the end with all the academic rigor that we have to do for these children and for them to be successful in the end. So again, I just don't see it as an extra part of my day. It's just how I teach and how it has become, you know, a part of Senorita Small's classroom. I also see it as a way to help my students focus and prepare themselves for the day of learning ahead. Because in third grade, we get into some very deep subjects and I just want them to, you know, feel good and know what are they going to be learning that day and how that social emotional learning can help them navigate all their little feelings throughout the day as a third grader. Also. During this time, I want them to have fun, collaborate with their peers, have fun with their teacher, and of course, help them with that sense of belonging, that sense of safety, all the basic needs that we as people need. And that's how I like using my classroom for it to be well-rounded for these little minds that I'm impressing. I love that you have mentioned that it's not like you see it as something additional as a part of your day. It's something that's kind of like ingrained because I think that, you know, when we think about adding something new, it's like, oh no, how am I going to fit it in? But to know that you just easily integrate it to where it's not something additional, it's just something that has to be there. I think that's really encouraging for a lot of teachers who might not do morning meeting. 
you mentioned some keywords like safety and you know, just the well-being and the confidence. And so when kids can feel that and when you can instill that in them by way of the practice of something like morning meeting, then I think it definitely can just enhance their overall abilities of being in your the content and being in the classroom. So I love that you shared that. I was just like, oh man, I love that you said it's not an extra part of your day. Right. And it isn't. And the thing is, my kids look forward to it. Of course, I'll be giving you guys some tips later on about morning meeting. And one of the tips is being flexible. And usually around the holidays, it gets a little bit hectic. And I know they're kind of looking at me like, wait, we're not going to do morning meeting? Because there have been some days where the school schedule kind of like conflicts with mine or announcements are going on. Just a lot of things are picture day. And I can see that, you know, their little faces sometimes they get a little bit disappointed. We'll get into more of that. But I try to at least have a little bit of the components so that they don't feel like, oh man, we've missed this because they really do look forward to it. And in the end, I just do this because I want them to succeed. I want them to succeed in my classroom and beyond. I love it. And I think that, yes, I've also been there where, you know, the day is unpredictable or you do have the different things, like you said, picture day or assemblies or the announcements go over or start really late and it can Mm -hmm. kind of mess up the overall flow. But being able to be flexible and saying, you know what, even if we do one little component, that is still something that they look forward to and it's better than doing nothing at all. So I love that so, so much. Exactly. I know that when it comes to like morning meeting, I've even seen people do it so differently, whether they share it on social or whether they've actually been in the different school environments that I've been in. I've just seen it done in a variety of ways. So I'm so excited for you to be able to share some of the examples of what a teacher can do during morning meeting time in their classroom with their students based on what you have tried and what you have found success with. So could you just kind of now walk us through some of the examples of what this could look like in a classroom being played out? And what are some of the different types of activities or things that you embed into this special, special time with your students? What does that look like? Absolutely. So I was telling you that as all educators, we want our students to succeed in the classroom. And another big part of me was starting with morning meeting right away before hitting the books or hitting the academic rigor is I'm a really big proponent of just engagement in general. So morning meeting is a way to engage the kids and get them excited about that learning. For me, it's just an effective part of teaching. And I'm just convinced that one of the ingredients or the best ingredient for an effective teacher, or that you can even call it the secret sauce, is engagement. And that engagement starts with morning meeting. I want my students to be hooked. I want them to be involved interested and curious, and of course, to develop an amazing growth mindset. I just know if they're not engaged, the content learning is not going to stick. One of the first things that we do in our morning meeting is we always have a morning greeting. And it usually starts with greeting each of the students in the class. And the kids can usually, they get to pick. They can say, hi, so-and-so, or good morning, so-and-so. And then also, after they say their verbal, like, highs, then we get into, like, our nonverbal greetings, and then they can choose, like, from the wave. They could do a thumbs up, a peace sign, air hug. Most of the kids love the air high fives. So it just gets them moving around and just excited for the, for the day. But my personal favorite, at least with the kids, because, like, 
one of our little morning routines is I usually stand by the door as they're getting their breakfast. And I can just tell by their face, they, them seeing me right there, it gets them happy, excited. And I can see like, hmm, are we having some issues? Did we have a good night? And then we can gauge from there. But I always love giving them like a fist bump as they're entering my classroom to start the day. I love it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's just a way to gauge the kids. Like, did they have a good evening or did they have, or even just that morning in general, like, did they have any issues coming to school? Right. So that's just how, that's literally the beginning, like right there at that entrance, the doorway. <laughs> Love it. A new one that I implemented this year is I really like the, there's like a little sign for just giving a little heart, heart to them. Like, they're greeting, they're putting their fingers together and making a little heart sign or a heart salute. So I try to change it up every once in a while. So they enjoy that part of the morning greeting. And then right after that, in my district, the kids have breakfast. It's just something really nice because, of course, another part of teaching the whole child is, you know, have they eaten that day? So we give them breakfast and that's their time where they get to just relax, talk to their friends, finish their food, and then we get straight right away to the second part of the morning greeting. And usually I talk about there's a quote of the day, and it usually highlights the social and emotional skill that we're going to be learning that day. And I also usually show a video talking about that social and emotional skill. And it's just a time where they can just reflect and learn about that skill and how they're going to set their intention for that day. Because sometimes during the day, I have to remind them, hey, do you remember what our morning meeting was about? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a great way that you can be able to reference and go back to what you what you learned about and be able to exactly. apply that to, to future. Yeah, that's really great. And then it's so funny because whenever I say that, they're kind of like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yes. And usually with that code of the day, I have them discuss with their, well, since I'm dual language, we call them like bilingual partners. But even in the general ed classroom or any classroom, you can call them academic partners and they get to talk to each other. And one of the ways that I do that, because they always want to be like, hey, who goes first, Miss Ma? Who goes first? And I, I usually do like, okay, do rock, paper, scissors real quick. Whoever wins gets to go first. <laughs> so <laughs> they love it. They enjoy it. Great solution. And then with that quote of the day, again, I'm making them, my morning meetings happen to be in English because I'm always looking for that little extra English component because with our program, we want them to become proficient. Of course, it's bilingual. You want them to be proficient in their native language and in the English language. So it just gets them more time talking in English and which helps them. They have to take a test in Texas where they have to speak in English and read in English and just see how their English has progressed since kindergarten. So I try to infuse a lot of little things to help them just speak, just talk. So that is quote of the day. Love it. Yeah. I really like how, like I said, how you can connect something that someone actually has said and also think about, you know, we're talking about this person, whoever it is, quote, you know, how special is that, that this person spoke these words and here we are being able to apply it to something else. So I think that's really, really amazing. And then also just kind of like bringing in that if someone said it, it's like biography, you know, uh, these are the words exactly. that come from someone and seeing how you can make that connection and 
So interesting. I also, you know, lived in Texas before moving to Tennessee. And so I'm very familiar with Telpass, which is, you know, yes, <laughs> all the different levels. <laughs> yep. So morning meeting definitely can assist those students. If you have ESL students or if you are in a school where you are responsible for just being that bridge to be able to connect them to get to that next proficiency level, this is definitely a great way that you can embed morning meeting into your your practice. And then that's going to in turn really, really help those students with that speaking component. So thank you for sharing that. I want to take a moment to introduce you to Writing Made Simple. This is a membership site that will bring you engaging writing routines that will get your students on board and pumped about writing. These routines are designed to be quick and simple, meaning very little to no prep for you. I'm giving you everything that you need. Video walkthroughs, easy lesson plans, detailed exemplars, printable templates, and engaging animated writing routine slides. Your students are going to go from feeling bored and disengaged to feeling eager and curious. It's through the small intentional chunks of time where you can allow writing to be a powerful practice. Implementing fun routines that disguise writing is the name to the game. To learn more about how you can become a member, head to theliteracydive.com slash join. I cannot wait to support you and your writers. Okay, so what else do you do in the morning meeting time? So then comes the poll of the day, and, and I feel like that's like one of their favorites. And it's just like an emotional check-in. I, of course, I had talked about how the emotional check-in, I do the one-on-one when they first come into my classroom. Now, this is just an emotional check-in where they can share with everybody, their peers. And it's, you know, how they're feeling. I usually have like a, a goofy gif, like a slide. Like, for example, before Thanksgiving break, I had <laughs> different types of pies. <laughs> and they were just really goofy pies, like, you know, different gifs of pies. And Ooh, they yeah. love it. <laughs> they love it. And some of the pies were angry. Some of the pies are like hilariously dancing. So it's just a fun way to see how they're feeling. And then they just, they're able to share how, you know, how they are. And I asked them, well, why did you pick number three? And then another, again, with that telepath that you were talking about, it's just another way for them to speak and get that practice in, in the English language. Right. And then after that, we are able to say our affirmations and it usually starts with every day, the fresh start. And then, you know, we have a fun little poll, which is usually like, which do you prefer? Do you prefer pumpkin pie or do you prefer apple pie? And then I silently have them raise their little fingers, one being the first one I mentioned, and two fingers to show the second one. So it's fun for them because they get to see their classmates each show their little fingers. And of course, they're able to be like, oh, my friend Eric loves pumpkin pie more than apple pie, you know? So it's just a fun little thing to see what their peers think with pull of the day. Love that. And then our next spot in our morning meeting is, I call it, think about it. So I had mentioned where, depending on the SEL skill of that day or even of that week, they watch a video. And then at the end, there's always a question where the kids have to think about it. And it can also go with the quote that they had been talking about beforehand, too. 
And I usually have like a growth mindset video, like in the beginning of the year, we had finished a series in Class Dojo. And I know a lot of teachers use Class Dojo for points behavior wise, but they also have a lot of amazing positive things that you could show in that app. And that is the growth mindset video series. It's just perfect. It's just a mixture of just all the things that you would want your third grader or any any elementary student to learn. And I also mix it up with SEL YouTube videos, like short little clips. Uh One of the questions, like, for example, would be, what makes a great friend? And they might see a little video. It might be like one or two minutes long. And then they are able to speak to their academic partners or, in my case, bilingual partners of what makes a great friend. Again, this is another way where they can do rock, paper, scissors, because they always, at this age, they want to be first in everything. And I'm like, "Uh, uh, uh, we'll do rock, paper, scissors first to see who goes first. And they just enjoy that part. I also include like relationship building questions in the think about it section. But again, another way to just have them speak, 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 speak. Okay. With thinking about that too, what my mind was thinking with this whole think about it was like, when we think about your students in in particular, where they might Mm -hmm. not have English as their first language. And so it's a way for them to practice speaking, but you also have native English speakers you know, in a lot of classrooms who just are naturally shy or don't like speaking in front of people. So being able to have these academic partners and having all of these daily opportunities for these quick different questions and things that they can be able to talk about to one other person that they're speaking to, that can also build their confidence and awareness of like, okay, I have something to share and I can share it with with a friend or I can share it with a classmate. And some of the questions, they should be questions that those kids can think about and actually answer. It's not something like a content question that's going to stump them or that they don't have the background knowledge for. And so I really love too that on top of speaking, it's also a great way to build that confidence or to have all of your students talking, especially the ones that do not like to speak in front of the whole entire class. So I love that you do so many things with your academic partners or your bilingual partners. Exactly. I agree with everything that you said. And then when they're talking with their academic or bilingual partners, then at the end, I just pick one or two to share out to the whole class. And usually right, well, at this moment, in the beginning, they were shy, but now I'm trying to get them more comfortable, like you were saying. And they know that I can just choose anybody, even if my usuals choose raise their hand. I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to pick on Celine can you tell me what you told your partner? Or I might even switch it up and say, hey, what did your partner tell you? They love it. Yes, (laughs) yes, that's so great. And because you built this culture where it's safe Mm -hmm. and where we're supportive and we're respectful, it does give them the opportunity to step out of their comfort zone and speak in front of the class. And especially because they just shared it, it's something that they can be able to brace themselves for. So I love that too. Exactly. And then the next, section of our morning meeting, I have a section called shout out, shout out. So it's like free share time. And usually shout out is I'm really big on it on Mondays and on Fridays. (laughs) We might not get to it every single day, but Mondays and Fridays for sure. Because I always want to know like, hey, what happened? What do you want to share? What did you do this weekend? Or on Fridays, what are you looking forward to? Are you doing anything special this weekend? So I have it as a good time for free share time. And then again, with the affirming and complimenting one another. So I do want to share with you guys, I got this from a website and it was really helpful. And and I love 
sang it with my kids every single day. In one of our little affirmation poems, it says, every day is a fresh start. I am a work in progress. Challenges help me grow. It's okay to feel how I feel. I am in charge of my choices. I am grateful for what I have. I am enough. My voice matters. I am resilient. I can do tough things with hard work. And we try to say this every morning. And at this point of the school year, they're saying it with such gusto. I love it. (laughs) Oh, that's so powerful. And what a way to break barriers, you know, because in third grade, they still came from second grade, first grade, kindergarten, Mm -hmm. where who knows what a teacher has said or what someone has said to them. And so this is allowing them to build up their self-esteem and affirm themselves and break down those barriers. I am such a fan of doing that chant every day with your students. So I love that so much. So the sixth part is games. So with games, I don't do these games every day. I just do them on Fridays because I'm trying to make Fridays even more special. So playing games, of course, as we all know as educators, is they build community. And some examples of the games that we might play is Would You Rather Games, I Spy, Pictionary, Taboo. We might even have mindful moments, especially before like a big district test. I might have them watch like a little breathing YouTube video, Yoga for Kids. And then three other ones that I really that are really big hits in my classroom are four corners where they just are able to just talk about I might have some different questions and they go to the four corners depending on what they believe in. And another one is the numbers game. That one they love it because they're able to move the desks a little bit backwards. <laughs> and I just might call a number and they have to find that many people and they just you know, children, they love to run and scream and holler and just, they just love it. And then the last one that we do is categories. Again, with categories, it's a good one for Fridays because they know that they're going to be taking a little quiz and that just helps them settle themselves and make sure and they feel like, okay, I got this. I know I did well in categories. I know that I'm going to do well on my Friday quiz. So that is the sixth part, games. And then our morning song is my favorite part of the morning meeting because I love music. I think most people love music and I love hearing my kids sing. And we sing the song, This Is The Day to the tune of Stay by Justin Timberlake and Kid Leroy. And I got this song from Katie from Teaching on Tables. I got it from her and obsessed. The kids are obsessed singing it. and. I know that my teaching partners or my colleagues, they're like, we heard you singing this morning. I really, (laughs) really want to put you on the spot and have you sing this song, but I will not make you do that unless you want to. However, if you don't want to do it on this podcast, which I totally understand because you need the music, do you have Mm -hmm. like a clip of this on your social media or anywhere if people want to listen to it or can you put it there? (laughs) I don't, but Katie, again, Katie from... Teaching on Tables on Instagram, she has the clip. You know what? I need to because I've been thinking about, you know what? I need to record my kids seeing this because they're the cutest little things. Okay. So listeners, until until Shelly has it on her page with her (laughs) students, that's exactly where you can go on Instagram to see it. But I think that's so great. And you're right. So many people do love music. Kids love music. They love moving around. 
So bringing that into the classroom, I think is just solid gold. And especially when it it comes from like a pop song, a well-known pop song that the kids listen to anyway, and then just changing the the words. And I just, I I just think it's so special. Well, so thank you. I'll, you know what? Thank you for putting me on the spot. It's okay. I'm a little nervous and shy. I just need to get better with my tune. (laughs) Well, you know what? And here's the thing. It's like, it's just the experience of having it do it. And I think your students are going to love seeing you branch out and do something that might be a little scary. So there you go. <laughs> thank you. Great I mindset. appreciate You're it. so welcome. Okay. <laughs> well, I love the example of what you do because I know that in so many classrooms, this can look differently. And I do want to kind of go through a recap just so that people can, you know, know the different steps. And again, she mentioned being flexible and that where this is ideally what she would love to walk through. There are days where only one, you know, one or two of those components are not included or specifically to make a day special, that's going to be included. Or if there's a busy or crazy day or like those early release days where everything's condensed, you just, you just want to do a couple of things. And so she started with morning greeting, then went into quote of the day, poll of the day, think about it, shout out, the game time, and then ending with the morning meeting song. So I love the examples you shared. Shelly, before we go into the next question that I have, because I know that if people are probably really excited thinking about, oh my goodness, I didn't even think about how I can incorporate this one idea into morning meeting. And so I do want to kind of get into some tips for having this run smoothly, because that is the number one thing that I know worries a lot of teachers is like, how do I get this up and running and keep it going? But I just want to ask you, is there any final things about your structure or about morning meeting in general that you would want to share with our listeners before we kind of run into, get into the tips? Absolutely. I have one more thing. Going back with the social emotional learning skills, of course it takes, you have to think about like, "Hmm, what am I going to be focusing on this week? I also wanted to highlight some read-alouds that you could also include in your classroom. And usually the read-alouds, I don't do them every single day. I leave them for Friday. Again, going back to making those Fridays a little bit more special. So I just wanted to just highlight three books that I have read in my classroom that have really hit home for my students. And one of the best picture and chapter books for my classroom has been The Invisible Boy by Patrice Barton. Another one is Enemy Pie by Derek Munson. And the last one that really had an impact so far was The Name Jar by Yang Suk Choi. Oh, great titles. <laughs> so I just wanted to highlight, you could also do read aloud as well. Such a great tip. And I mean, what another way to get, embed that literacy component and have students mm-hmm. listen and be able to engage with text, purposeful text. I love that. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, so we have these ideas. We have the different structure that you have. And of course, you can definitely tweak this and make it your own. So now that we have, okay, I have these ideas. I'm excited to try to build this community. What are some tips that you have with your experience for helping this morning meeting time run smoothly so that it's very seamless to begin the day and then feed into the content and whatever else is going on in a school day? Absolutely. So my number one tip is being consistent. In the beginning, I had told you guys or told everybody like, hey, 
aren't we going to be doing morning meeting today? Whenever there's an interruption, my kids are like, wait a minute, this is not part of our schedule. So I'm very intentional and saying, guys, today is not going to be a normal day. And this is the reason why. And I tell them why I I usually talk about what we're going to be doing, the agenda, so that they are not caught off by surprise. So number one tip is being consistent. Number two is planning out the activities ahead of time. I'm a type A teacher, so I always have everything planned to a T because I just don't want to be you know, anxious. I don't want to be nervous. I don't want anything to go wrong. And yes, that's something I need to, it could be a pro and a con, but yes, planning out your activities beforehand. And then the third tip that I have for you guys is starting off with the greetings that I had mentioned before. Greetings are super, super important. And it just, it's a nice little temperature check to see how everybody is doing. And then fourth tip, integrating those social emotional learning skills into that day or into that week. And then the fifth tip, of course, being flexible. We know that not everything is going to go our way. And I'm still learning, even though it's been so many years, I still need to give myself grace in being flexible. And then the last tip is, of course, have fun with your kiddos. Not everything has to be serious. So great. Okay. I, I'm feeling inspired. I just, I feel like I, I honestly, I wish I did morning meeting more. I did morning meeting, but never to like a structured degree like this, where I feel like this is very well thought out. Everything you're doing has a purpose. And while I do feel like the morning meetings that I've done in the past have definitely been beneficial and my students have definitely loved it and it did build our community I really wish that if I could go back and redo it, I would really want to kind of do this structure and just add in some more of the stuff and really just have fun. So I love it. Thank you so much for what you shared. No problem. So I hope that all of you listening are excited about this idea of morning meeting. And Shelly is super easy to talk to. We connect quite a bit. (laughs) And so I know that if you have specific questions for your classroom makeup or your structure, or if you have certain, you know, ideas or things that you might need. I know that she'd just be so open to talking with you too. But Shelly, if people are wanting to get in touch with you or if they're wanting to follow along and wait for that song that you're going to put out as well as just kind of (laughs) see some other content ideas. I mean, you just have so many ideas. Or if you're a bilingual teacher, they also might be really interested because I know there's not a lot of people that, you know, are bilingual teachers. And so definitely whenever you do find one, you are ready to just follow along. So For people who are wanting to continue with you, continue growing, continue on this journey, follow you and just learn from you, where can everyone find you? I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter and it's going to be the same username, which is Senorita, which is S-R-T-A underscore small, S-M-A-L-L, and then three, five. So again, Senorita underscore small, S-M-A-L-L three, five. And you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm mostly more on Instagram than Twitter. But yes, you can find me in those two socials. And I just wanted to encourage everyone who is is listening to this episode that it takes time. You're not going to be perfect the first time. You just need to plan it and that you can do it and your kids are going to benefit so, so much. And one of my favorite quotes that 
has guided me through my profession or this profession is from Benjamin Franklin, where it says, or where he says, tell me and I forget, teach me and I remember, involve me and I learn. So that is my encouragement for you guys. Thank you so much. You have just been so much fun to talk to and all of these ideas I know are going to encourage so many people. And so again, we will leave all of the information of how you can get in touch with Shelly in the show notes. Be sure to look in the show notes. And thank you again, Shelly, for joining us on the show today. No, thank you. (laughs) Yes, you are so welcome. And for everyone listening, we will be back next Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.